Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. It's another day, another dollar, another dream. My name's Olivia. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur, brand builder. My most recent business is Velvet and Fur, which is a polymer clay earring business. Across from me today, of all days, Lisa Brosser. Of all days? We have seen each other almost every day this week. I know. Too many Lucky times. Lucky you. Hi, everyone. My name is Lisa Brosser. I am a printer paper collector, and my current obsession is hair products galore. I've been going crazy with just hair products in general. Really? Yeah. I'm not like a, I've never really been a hair product person, but Mm -hmm. I want to be. That look on your face. What you're like, I can tell, sweetie. (laughs) Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I noticed that I have to wash my hair a lot more, obviously. Mm. And um, also, I never know if they work or not. That's what I always thought. Mm -hmm. And then I just started experimenting more with products in general. And they work. And I just noticed such a big difference. Maybe I'll just, you'll spend the money, do the experimenting. You tell me what works. But your hair is different from mine. Well, see, like your hair, how it is right now, is that just from yesterday? Yeah. Did you touch it up? Yeah. My hair, I could curl it with the tiniest wand you could ever imagine. And I'll wake up the next day and it's straight. Because your hair type is different. Yeah, my hair doesn't hold hair. anything. Like, that's why sometimes when I curl my hair in the morning, it needs two or three touch-ups throughout the day. Dang. So, that's why I don't like to do my hair down all the time, because it's a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I just don't know if certain hair products would work. I've tried a lot of different ones, and I've oh, seen they, some on they social media. for sure. But you just have to figure out what it Which is. Ones? Like You'll... a good hold one that doesn't make your hair gross and, like, stiff and not bouncy. Yeah, there's stuff. There's like stuff. Like I said, you do the experimenting. You let I me mean, know. I am experimenting yeah, I for my hair type. Yeah, but do it for my hair type too. Okay, so give me your hair. <laughs> you don't want my hair. <laughs> okay, what's your current obsession? Uh, my current obsession is cream of wheat. Ew. <laughs> okay. I don't know End why. of subject. I really like it. It's a good midnight snack. I had it when I was watching Big Brother. I'd have a little bowl of cream of wheat. Hmm. Does that make me extra homeschooled? Uh, is that a... Sounds more like an Amish thing. Yeah, so I think homeschooled. That's the next step. Amish okay. homeschooled. Okay. Let's be honest. If there was a ranking system, that would probably be I wouldn't be know. There. It's your world, not mine. I Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I know my ranking system of the normal real world. What was that too? That was just rude. I could have chosen to go to high school and I decided not to because I'm like, why would I want to be around those people? I'm going to do my own thing. I didn't even want to go to public school. Yeah. So so, (laughs) cream of wheat it is. (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, Do you want anything else before we get to the silver lining of the week? Um, Nope. No more. (laughs) No more whatever we do at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Well, let's get to the silver lining of the week. The S-L-O-T-W. That's pretty good. That would be a cute little shirt. 
That's S L O T W. Really bad. I actually really like that. You go first. Um, my eyes been twitching. That's why I've been staring at myself in the mirror. I know you were watching me for a little bit. I was just watching my eye. I, I was like, can other people yourself? see my eye twitch? I mean, lately more so, yes. What eye is it? My left eye. That's stress and sleep. I had I, my eye twitch for almost a year when I worked at a I coffee shop. I have not been that stressed. Okay, but that's really interesting because what my other silver lining was going to be was I've been so tired and not sure why, and it's not anemia, but I have been bruising more easily, Mm -hmm. but it was around my period, but it was Mm -hmm. before my period, so I wasn't losing blood yet. Oh, I didn't even know that would correlate. Oh, for sure. Losing losing blood, iron. Yeah. And so I usually have anemia when I'm pregnant. I'm like borderline when I'm pregnant. Sometimes before that, I Mm -hmm. think it just depends on whatever I'm eating, um, I eat a lot of spinach though, like a mm-hmm. lot of spinach, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it doesn't process. Yeah. You probably just much. have to look up how much you would need to eat but, to fulfill it. So after I had Mav, you're getting your blood tested pretty mm-hmm. regularly. And my doctor's like, oh, stop taking your iron supplement. I got prescription for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I actually haven't been taking it. <laughs> I've been bad on oh. it actually. And I haven't even been taking my prenatals. Mm. So I'm not getting like any iron. Did you go to the and doctor my iron about levels those bruises? Were too high. I wasn't bruising that I noticed around that time. It's been more recently. No, I know, but you said you had a doctor's appointment for your bruises, not right? yet. Oh, okay, yeah, those things are. You saw it. Pretty hefty. It was really bad. Yeah, it was kind of like, whoa, dude. Oh what yeah, are those? that was like, what are you doing? Yeah, what happened? I'm like, I mm. itched myself legitimately. Oh. I wish I took a picture so that we could post it. You could. Lisa, I don't have this it is Le- Oh, you don't have the bruises anymore. Not that one that you're thinking of. Well, I saw the more really than scary. one. Oh, on your yesterday? legs. Yeah. No, it was like oh, they were a couple tiny. days ago. Yeah, but I don't know. I know bruising is like you don't just like get that bad of bruises. Oh, like a person. But I do. No, I know. I'm saying that's not good. Oh. So you should figure that out probably. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like it's it can't be that big of a deal. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, is there something going on with my body? I'm like. Just go make sure. So extremely tired. I don't know what's going that prob- on. That could correlate. And if your eye is twitching, that genuinely is why. Because I looked it up and I had a twitch for like nine months or something. And it was aggressive. And I looked it up and it was because of stress and like not getting enough sleep. I actually used to have that. And I know it was like anxiety and not sleeping and not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. But I've been like drinking so much water lately. I've actually been getting quite a lot of sleep. Like napping during the day mm-hmm. and Zav has been waking up with the boys in the middle of the night and in the morning mm. and so I don't know what it is I don't know so I have a doctor appointment coming up that's my silver lining maybe you need and more so we'll uh, vitamin out. d maybe or I mean, maybe activity I just like need to start taking more certain vitamins I'm just yeah. like I know I I don't have um what's it called chron Obia. Sound it out. Hi. It's something and I can't cry. Literally crunch. no idea. It's where you think that you have like a ton of, you always think that there's something really wrong with you. Oh, um, oh man. Right. That's I so know. Annoying. I'm um, so annoyed. Jennifer Lawrence has it. That's all I know. I feel like a lot of people have it because I always hear, um, okay, hang on. We're going to pause. Um, 
Hypochondria. Hypochondria. I was close. You were close. I'm like high crone. I'm like, what is she saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a hypochondriac. I think I used to be, but I'm like kind of actually worried that there's something really wrong with me mm. because I literally have no idea what else it could be. Mm. And my doctor's like, oh, yeah, no, we'll just figure it out. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if so just pray for my anxiety yeah it'll be fine I, I just feel like if you have the ability to go to the doctor and your body's telling you something listen to it is it my go. mole oh my god oh my god your mole is not like causing you freaking bruises You're it's fine. still itchy i still need to see the dermatologist i've been so bad just go get it removed i know i wow. probably won't so what's your silver lining my silver lining happened last night and i told you it was going to be my silver lining <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I was like waiting for you to connect. Oh, no. Um. Okay. So we were last night. We were watching the Big Brother finale, and super bummed that um that it's over. So sad about that. Lisa's checking herself out again in the mirror, and um, <laughs> we. If anybody watches Big Brother, um, I won't spoiler alert because it just happened last night. <laughs> but. Final but it's, three. It, it's, this is going to come out in a few days. Okay. Well, the final three, they did a whole thing where they showed like really funny like outtakes and bloopers from the whole season. And one thing that Cody was, was kind of a dummy. And like he just didn't know a ton of stuff, which is funny. But it would be funny things where people are just like they don't understand like what he's talking about or why he doesn't know things. So then we were talking about stuff and I said the two things that I could not believe he didn't know. One of them was more excusable. He didn't know what a Floridian was or like an Oregonian or whatever. Like he didn't know that there was like names for people from states. And Lisa goes, I didn't know that either. And I'm like, okay, well. I didn't know the names. I know they have names. That's fine. You didn't know like Californian? I knew Californian. Oregonian. But Washingtonian. I mean. Yeah. Is that a thing? Floridian? Probably. That just I knew sounds Floridian. like. Or a Texan. Te- I knew Texan. New Yorker. New Yorker. See? Yeah. Like, that makes more sense yeah. to me. Floridian? Yeah, I, I guess. Just, that sounds Okay, so that's like... what I said. I gave, I, gave, I gave her a pass. And then I looked at her and I started going on a rant about how stupid Cody was because he didn't know. They showed outtakes of him cooking and he didn't know what ripe meant like he didn't know like she like one of the girls I think Nicole brought out an avocado and was like hey these avocados are so ripe we can use them now and he's all what's ripe and there was like seven people in the room like no shame and they were all like no like trying to explain to him and he goes oh yeah 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 no no I know it and they're all like okay so what does it mean and he goes it means um yeah they're like you don't you don't know (laughs) so then Lisa tells me she didn't know what ripe meant. And I'm roasting Cody. And I'm like, wait a second. How do you know when to eat something? You just feel it until you know it's ready to eat? I mean, I guess. Ripe means ready. Do you remember that now? I know that now. <laughs> and I have learned. Well, Cody kept <laughs> repeating to himself, ripe ready ripe ready ripe ready and I'm like okay now I have to remember that ripe ready ripe ready okay I always knew like the word ripe there's something confusing about it like for something to be like unripe or ripe ripe just seems like it's really like hard I don't know why like you think it's the opposite yeah I just think it's the opposite it's always confused me yeah so when people are like oh perfect it's ripe I'm like "Uh uh-huh 
So can we eat it or? <laughs> I would just wouldn't say anything. I just wait for them to continue the conversation or say like, okay, so let's eat it. <laughs> wait, that's actually funny. I um, I yes. mean, we all have something though. Because I was telling you about a friend that I have that has to hold up her hand to make the L to know if it, that's her left hand or not. And she's 27. Also, I get confused between what a prime number is. I never can remember that. Um, prime That's versus, my one thing. Prime yeah. Bef- between, I literally looked it up because I still don't know. Prime is like a three. It's like one, three. Two, three, five, seven, eleven. Excuse me? A prim- oh, it can't be divided by itself? Is In that math, a prime, prime number? numbers are whole numbers greater than one that have only two factors. Prime numbers are d- divisible only by the number one or itself. Mm-hmm. Still not going to remember okay. that one. So wow. I'm glad totally I totally thought it was like <laughs> one, three, five. <laughs> Can we edit this out? No. <laughs> um, oh wow. Oh my gosh. Honestly. Whatever. Math 10 out stuff of 10. is different. Yeah. Who cares? Like, do you know, like. Yeah. Like, ripe math stuff. It's fine. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we are going to have a little bit of a different podcast. Mm-hmm. I was tricked into it. I was guilt tripped into it. Today it's say it with me, spooky, spooky. <laughs> that was really not cute. That's good. And um, because it is Halloween on Saturday, we thought, and by we I mean Lisa thought, let's do a podcast about all things scary. Mm. And then I said, if we do this, there has to be parameters because I am <laughs> the most frightened person, which I agree, ever. Literally on my walks, I just check behind me like every five minutes because I'm so scared <laughs> about everybody and everything. Um, so we are going to do one and we both have different stories. Lisa seems to be a lot more researched than me of spooky, scary things that have happened either in history or currently. And mine is currently from our hometown. Ooh. So that I will I will save that your one. hometown. My hometown is Portland. How how long do you have to live somewhere for it to be your new hometown? To be like where you live. Your home, your hometown is where you are from. Your, All right, where we live. <laughs> where Jeez. you currently are is where you currently are. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but I know I'm right. No, I don't. But I'm I'm. All right, go go. Okay, am I first? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, gosh, let's dive shoot. on in. This was shoot your me. idea. I'm so excited, you guys. Okay. I'm, like, kind of nervous. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is everything I don't want for my life. <sighs> so, I thought, in honor of our first and not the last spooky episode. Last I heard <laughs> hey, you're the one that said we can do this every year. So. Did I say that? Yes, you did. <laughs> you're it. like, maybe it could be an annual thing. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you more content. Be happy. <clears throat> giving us more content she meant us i thought speaking of hometowns all that hand gesture maybe we can speak of my parents home country why are you talking like that romania presidential candidate do you love my nails that is season yeah so what comes to mind all you americans when i say romania nothing um maybe communism beautiful people it's the first thing I think of. <laughs> <laughs> but when you hear the word transylvania 
I think of Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> the animated cartoon. That's what I think of. Pretty good. <clears throat> that was actually for being not a Disney movie. It was pretty funny. You okay over there? I know. I need a cough What's going drop? on? So when we think of Transylvania, we think of the one, the only, Dracula. Which she couldn't even remember the name of him when we were audio messaging. <laughs> so we so don't I, think of him. And so I, I asked Zav, I'm like, okay, what's the name of that one like really, really famous vampire? He goes, Twilight. Twilight? <laughs> I know. I heard that in the background. He goes, yeah, Twilight. You're like, Zav, no. And he, no, goes, he goes, Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. Not even Edward. Not even Edward Cullen. Just Twilight. <laughs> you know, Zav, the most famous like worldwide. He's like, yeah, Twilight. <laughs> Anyways, so Dracula supposedly comes from transylvania which is an area around in and around romania the balkan mountains fun fact i went to so-and-so dracula's castle cool so i have been there cinderella's castle and that's way more magical like disneyland hasn't haven't the one that it was uh shut up and also (laughs) no the one it was formed after in germany oh the one in germany yeah. yeah That's really Very cool, pretty. actually. Yeah. So I am going to talk about the myth, the legend. Is it a myth? Dracula. Oh, let me guess. You're going to find out. You're about <laughs> to find out. <laughs> okay. I wasn't going to, but now I am. Okay. I'm going to be sassy. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. People are going to hate us. Well, how about all of you make a pet peeves <laughs> about the things that we do that you guys hate? Yeah, just Lisa. <clears throat> Lisa does. Dracula was actually made known in 1897 in a novel called Dracula by Bram Stoker. But Dracula was only inspired by a real person. So Dracula isn't the person that was actually alive. And so here's where his name came from. He named his infamous character after a real person who happened to have a taste of blood. Vlad III, Prince of Wallachia. Or, as he is better known, that Vlad the Impaler. The morbid nickname is a testament to the Wallachian prince's favorite way of dispensing his enemies. Dispensing. <laughs> that word in relation to body is gross. Love it. Vlad III was born in 1431 in what is now Transylvania, the central region of modern-day Romania, which is where my family's from. If you guys don't already know that, I'd probably talk about it too much. Dracula is linked to Transylvania, but the real historic Dracula Vlad III never even owned anything in Transylvania. So that is actually like the myth that he owns like a hotel or a hotel. It's now a hotel. A castle in Transylvania. Is it actually a hotel? Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, you, so you can stay there, and that's, it's really spooky. That's gross. Yeah, but it's beautiful. It's really pretty. So the castle is actually after the novel itself, not Vlad the Third. So that's not where he impaled his people. No. Oh, I was like, that's, like, dark. But it's part, like, by Transylvania, like, in the Romanian range. So in 1431, um, King, wow, forgive me for all of the names, King Sigismund of Hungary, who would later become the Holy 
Holy Roman Emperor inducted the Elder Vlad, which is his dad, into a knightly order, the Order of the Dragon. Do you like that, Olivia? Yeah, because dragons are real. This designation earned Vlad II, so his dad, a new surname, Dracul. The name came from the old Romanian word for dragon, Drac. His son, Vlad III, would later be known as the son of Dracul or, in Old Romanian, Dracula. Dracu or Draculea, hence Dracula. Isn't that interesting? Does your mom, did did your parents, like, do they know all about him and stuff? Like, is that like a thing that Romanians know about or no? No, that's not, not like, like a tale something you, you learn in history kids. class. <laughs> I don't know because when I was looking up creepy creatures, it's like things that they tell their children. Like, oh. look out for da-da-da because he'll come do this, so you know? So, my parents coming from, like, Christian Romanian families, probably nothing other than, like, yeah, it's a scary thing or, okay. like... But I think that everyone knew that he was a fictional person. Yeah. Dracula, but came from something. Okay. Um, In modern... In modern Romania, the word drac refers to another feared creature, the devil. So that's something that I already knew. And I was always wondering, like, where did the name Dracula come from? Because being a Christian, I know Dracu. Like, if someone's, like, evilish or devilish, you say, like, o Dracul, you know? Oh. Yeah. Dracule. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, my Romanian is so bad, so please don't make fun of me, anyone who is Romanian that listens to this. Um, the theory that Vlad III and Dracula were the same person was developed and popularized by historians in a 1972 book, In Search of Dracula. Though far from accepted by all historians, the thesis took hold of the public imagination. Vlad and his father were made captive by the Ottoman Empire, who's the Tur- who are from Turkey, the Turks, where his father uh, was released on the condition they keep Vlad. From then on, Vlad knew that he, when once he was out of the Turks' hands again, he would want revenge. Ooh. <laughs> when I'm just going to call him Dracula from now on. Does that make more sense? When Dracula came to power in his former city of Wallachia, whose previous ruler had actually killed his father, to give credit to his name, he invited all the noblesmen who were part of his father's death, had them stabbed, and hoisted onto large spikes. Hence, Vlad the Impaler. Another instance was when he impaled a group of Saxons for being aligned with the noblesman who also killed his father he had their head coverings nailed to their heads commending them on their religious devotion because they wouldn't take off their turbans which was like um a gesture you know like tip your cap off or Mm -hmm. whatever when you meet someone right um he was widely acknowledged fun fact for being a just ruler although harsh (laughs) He has a temper. We don't hold it against him. So that. So he's a really forgiving guy. mm, Yeah. Nice guy. (laughs) It's weird that that type of stuff was like more not acceptable, but it was like, well, 
like so barbaric isn't that crazy like humans as yeah. i was reading through like all the different things about him i was like oh my goodness like we are so lucky to like live in an age where I mean, not every country, but like America, where we live, we're not like worried about, ooh, is our ruler going to like hold mm-hmm. us captive? Or well, like, and if someone did do creepy us, stuff like that, they would have consequences. Hopefully. Hopefully. They would be tried to be caught and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So that is wow. undoing the myth so of then who Dracula. Wrote, who wrote, like, where did this idea, what was like when was the first film? Like Dracula. Do you know any of that? I don't know the first film. Well, why did it turn into him being a vampire? Because of the book. I did already specify that. No, I know. I'm just wondering. Yes, I was listening. I'm wondering how it really... Because I guess you could just make a film on being the Impaler. So it's interesting it got turned into being he was a vampire. So the book, Dracula, came out in 1897. Yeah. And I think I did... I can't remember the time exactly, but I think it was around like the 30s or 40s that they made the film Dracula. Okay. And so Vlad the Impaler, they took his character um, and turned it into Dracula. Interesting. I wonder who the descendants of of him, he. Him? Uh, Vlad? Vlad. Yeah, I wonder because they're around. I'm assuming maybe they have an Instagram. Maybe we should have got them on the show. <laughs> Dang it. So what do you think about your great, 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 great grandfather's tactics? <laughs> exactly. That's a uh, wait. Yeah. Where is he buried? I need more facts. Where can we go oh, see him? Sorry. You guys <sighs> really want to go to Romania. I mean, if I had the opportunity, yeah, I would go anywhere. If I had the opportunity to go anywhere, I would pretty much go anywhere. Anywhere. But you're not going anywhere. <laughs> no i know i'm just saying if we could go to romania oh yeah you i like, definitely hey, want to go in a few and i are years. going to romania do you want to go i'd be like yeah are we gonna go see where vlad the impaler is buried yeah pay for my ticket no we no, went I'm over sorry. this last night you're paying for my ticket because i would yeah that's going. what i'm saying that's what you said last night <laughs> no i'm just i'm just saying i always think of the descendants of all of these people and what they think you know it's like if you your great grandfather was like a nazi you could have asked me for this information i didn't know exactly what we were talking about gosh i told you i'm talking about dracula i know but i didn't know i'd have all these questions i don't even like this stuff you should have i think i think you do like it you're turning no like that one (laughs) That that type of story isn't scary. That's like from so long ago, and it was just somebody yeah. who was a little psychotic. See, yeah, not but even that's psychotic. not talking about. That's not talking about like psycho serial killers that live. You know here. what I am wondering though, and once I f- figure out more of this information, I couldn't figure out like where did the blood sucking come from. I thought that there was so much more. I remember hearing things like um, he sucked. Are you looking it up? Like he he um not sucked he like drank his um yeah he did people's blood he did yeah hang on let me just do half of your book report oh my gosh some historians say Vlad developed his taste for blood while being held hostage by the Ottoman Turks for five years being in 1442 when his hatred for the Ottomans began festering he was left with the Turks for five years as collateral by his father who needed military support from them 
Vlad killed his enemies and the people of his kingdom who displeased him in the most terrifying ways. Beheadings, disbowelment, boiled or skinned alive. But he earned his barbaric nickname after the worst mass killings of the time. So he got 20,000 Turks and impaled them on wooden stakes. I was thinking like four or five. Oh, no. <laughs> Not 20,000. That would take a long time. I mean, he That's like had, dedication. He had a lot of people with him. They're like, how many more bodies do we need he, to put on these stakes? He was such a like well-known... Um, or like he had a lot of people backed up behind him. So when he came back into power, people were happy to like get behind him. So that's probably why. Yeah. Like the military. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things of like he didn't drink blood. He could have drank blood. It's like it's so long mm-hmm. ago. Like how do you really know exactly? I think one of the sites even sourced it was like the the Dracula part of it, the blood part, was just, like, all the blood that was shed. Yeah. He could have drank their blood. I mean, somebody like that, why not? He probably just would, like, have a cup of their blood to be like, look at me. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the coolest. You're weird. You very. But the more you do stuff like that, the easier it gets to do other things. You know? Like, when you kill one person, it's easier to kill another person. True. And it's easier to kill another. And that's why there's serial killers. Ew. Okay. So what's your story? I'm just saying. Okay. So this story actually happened three months ago. And we, so where we live in Southern Oregon, we live in a valley. Um, Well, I live in a valley. I guess you'd kind of still live. Ashland is still kind of in the valley, right? Mm -hmm. It's just up a little bit. Um, And then when you kind of go out in, in a certain direction, you head out to Applegate. Applegate people might know Applegate Church they might know just all out there okay it's like maybe 15 20 minutes from us um so this story is called the Applegate Killer and this happened like three months ago so this is very very recent what yeah so are you ready I'm excited because you don't know about this the haunting backdrops of southern Oregon's dense forest Damp caves and isolated chateaux set an ominous tone for a horror flick that portrays Valerie Frost's last day of work as a tour guide. In the trailer for From the Dark, released on Halloween, the twangy folk song, Old Lady and the Devil, (laughs) this whole article, it's like I actually wrote this, turns sinister as the film quickly flips through flashes of violence while Frost pulls at the hair near her temple and sobs. Reed, so this is the girl who's acting in this movie, little backstory it was a film these two filmmakers from here southern oregon wanted to make a movie so they did they hired some actresses and one of the actresses was this girl her last name is reed she went by the stage name win reed so she went to ashland high school and university of southern california graduate she's written three books under the name tucker reed um she also acted in the lead role of an unreleased Southern Oregon independent film from the dark, which is what we were just talking about. So it says, quote unquote, Tucker was a very interesting and very complicated young woman. She was the product of a broken home, but she was an amazingly talented young actress going places. She had been to college and she'd auditioned for this horror film that took place in the wilds of Southern Oregon in a scary resort where somebody is going to be killed before the end of the story. And she is the one doing the killing. She'd auditioned for this horror film that took place in the wilds of Southern Oregon in a scary resort where somebody is going to be killed before the end of the story. And um, she is the one doing the killing. She does brilliantly. 
But as the film is in post-production, someone realized she looked like this other woman who was on trial for manslaughter, but had a different name. It turns out there's a whole other story involved here, as we'll see. No. When Grant's past filmmakers casted Tucker Reed for a movie role, she went by the name Win Reed. When she read it, it was obvious right away that we found the right person for the role, said Matthew, whatever, executive producer for the film From the Dark. Filmmakers told us Reed was perfect for the lead role, but didn't know just how perfect. There was a scene where she shoots somebody. It felt like she knew the character more than we did in the end. Moore Reed shot and killed her uncle Moore on July 26, 2016, at approximately 3.40 following a disagreement between Shane Moore and the Moore Reed family. Hold on, sorry. When was this? 2016. Whoa. And she was tried, but she lied about everything. So at 3.40, July 26, 2016, Reed shot Shane Moore once in the chest during an altercation at her grandmother's home. According to the release in the earlier news report, the day of the shooting, Shane Moore and Reed's mother, Kelly Moore, had been locked in a bitter, properly dispute um, surrounding the Rouge area property belonging to the Lore Moore uh, Reed's grandmother. On this day, Shane had arranged for a notary to come to the property to sign property conveyance documents. Um, Moore Reed, Kelly Moore, blah, 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 were meeting with a notary inside the home located at the property. During this time, Shane Moore came to the door to ask what was going on. Shane Moore and Kelly Moore had a conversation. Um, Moore's Reed Moore, Reed's mother, who was in another room, picked up a gun, walked over to the door, told Shane Moore to get out of the house, and pulled the trigger, causing Shane's Moore's death from a single bullet wound to the chest. Moore pleaded guilty in second-degree manslaughter in May and sentenced to six years and three months in prison when she, while she is currently serving at Jackson County Jail. This whole situation was on, like, NBC was on Dateline. So they actually... I see it on Fox News right now. Yeah. So they hired a killer to, and who was actually a killer. And she's just a normal girl. She literally, like, close to our age, went to school, had all of these qualifications. You can look her up. She has a blog. She's written multiple books. And she... The issue was that she lied a lot about what was happening at the house said it was because of self-defense but it wasn't but there was some weird altercation between her and her uncle like she had a restraining order against him something so it, you could tell that there was like a lot going on um but yeah they were they were saying if you read more of it like that they were like watching her and they, it was like freaky how good and no. like the real emotion when she was killing the person in the movie and then they found out and they were like we weren't going to release the movie but we just decided to and, and now of course it has like so many like it's so popular because of her actually killing someone what so so where's the movie i think it's out now or it's gonna be out very soon it's called i i think i read it on there like the dark they're like wow she's a really good actor <laughs> yeah um from the dark yeah so isn't that crazy what is the coincidence you hire that somebody is to be a killer and they're a killer insane mm -hmm. here and she's in jackson county mm -hmm. yeah and she was tried in march of 2020 what i know i know isn't that crazy and it's like sad too because you can tell when you really think about it it's like there was obviously something going on there was obviously a lot of bad blood a lot mm -hmm. of weird family things. They said in the article that if she didn't get what she wanted in life, she would. Like, she didn't tolerate it. So you could tell she had a temper or something. Sorry. But it's like, man, when you're 30 and, you know, you're kind of emotionally unstable and something's going on with your family and then you just get a gun and shoot them and that's it. Your life. 
But anyway, I'm I'm trying to process all of that, and also looking at pictures of her, she just looks like a normal. Yeah, because she was normal, cute. Yeah, she just looks like a sweet. Honestly, like if you could look innocent, like she just kind of looks innocent. So like that just shows like you just never know. You never know. So anyway, that's my story. Wow, that was good. See, this is why we need to do this more. So anyway, that's the spookiness. And that was just like 20 minutes from us. So it's crazy. Mm. It's it's weird that this kind of stuff like it happens and it's around all us all the time. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah. But it, that one to me isn't like creepy. Like there was just so much going on in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. There you go. That's the story. Wow. Should we go visit her and ask her to be on the podcast? Oh my gosh. Hi, I know you're no. going through a lot right now, but like honestly, this would mean the world to us. Oh my gosh. That's actually like terrifying to think like if you were on the cast of that movie or the director or, or the one being murdered by her oh my <laughs> wow that is so terrifying and the filmmakers are like wow, wow. we've on she is undiscovered we, we hit we the, hit the jackpot. jackpot how does she that emotion <laughs> oh my so gosh awful. i know you like did so much better than me that was so much better than mine no yours I was good yours. no yours was like more i like the myth- mythical but real yeah, you do love mythical, I, love I mean, real stuff. It's all real. So. Anything else? Now my turn. Okay. I have a quote-unquote hometown murder. Okay. And it. Hometown is actually where you're born. I know. That's why I said quote-unquote. And I, I use the phrase hometown because of my favorite murder. They do hometown murder. So this is okay. inspired by them. I'm doing the murder of David Grubbs. Okay. So. I was like hoping it'd be a boy because when it's a girl, it just hits too close to home. Yeah. Yeah. So this murder takes place in 2011, almost exactly nine years ago in November in Ashland, Oregon. World renowned for the Shakespeare Festival with glorious renditions of famous plays of death and tragedy. Only I wrote this, by the way. Did you really? I did. I promise. Only blocks away from the theater itself became site of a real life tragedy where a 23-year-old young man, David Grubbs, was found nearly decapitated by a sword-like object. Yeah. A little too um, graphic. (laughs) I didn't like finish the job. (laughs) Like if they're going to do something, do it well, you know? (laughs) Oh my God. Hey, if we're going to do a murder episode, I have to make jokes. I have to make jokes because this is so scary. (laughs) The investigators, which included the FBI, pointed to suspicions of foul play encouraged by video game usage based off of the way David was struck by the sword-like object. Huh. I wonder what the accuracy of that is. Yeah, I actually didn't want to go into more, like, depth of what that meant. Yeah. But um, the studies did show that there were, like, multiple strikes showing that, like, first time didn't do it, which is really sad. Well, hopefully he just, like, was stunned and didn't feel the rest yeah of it. so it was actually like on a bike path dude 
don't go on bike paths. If I've I learned know. anything about life, do not go on bike paths. And I, when I was on Reddit, because the story was posted on there by someone, um, someone responded saying that it was right by their second home in Ashland and that they go on that bike path regularly and they couldn't believe that could happen just right then. Do they think it was from somebody random or somebody he knew? So this case remains unsolved with little information known at all. And it's weird that you they wouldn't find more bodies that were killed the same way. None. That was nine years ago. So he must have known him. There must have been something there. You know, I I think he must have been on his like daily run mm-hmm. and um or he was just on his way back home from work is what one person thought because it was like the same pathway and it was like five twenty three in the evening. Mm-hmm. Which scarier? It's just in the plain daylight, mm-hmm. in the middle, and so when when a pedestrian on their bath on the path um, bike path came by, mm-hmm. they flagged down someone else. They're like, "Oh, this guy's passed out," and then as she, as she and then the other person took a closer look, they noticed that he was I nearly hope, decapitated. I hope I never see a dead body. Absolutely, oh, I can't gosh. handle that. To think that that would, like, stick in your brain for the rest of your life. Um, It's especially sad to me reading stories about people who, um, like, find their children. Oh, my gosh. Because that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff, like, sticks with me. So, like, even a stranger, my goodness. But um, this is a really positive, uplifting podcast we've done. (laughs) My belief, if I can have a theory, is there's a lot of homeless people in Ashland Mm -hmm. or not even homeless people, people who are home free. That's what they call themselves, who choose to live a life. They're like nomads. Traveling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they, oh, and then some of them call themselves travelers and they, um, some of them are on heavy drugs yeah and so i honestly think if it was a video game type thing this guy or girl loves to play video games and they had the samurai sword and they were on acid or something Something. well and one thing we didn't say for people that aren't from here is ashland is very notorious for some very interesting weird things Mm -hmm. a lot of hippies but in a deep way Mm -hmm. a lot of nomads or like travelers a lot of during halloween a lot of seances and witchcraft and um weird sacrifices and stuff like that it's like a very interesting place that's very filled with that type of stuff yeah so when you hear of really creepy things happening it's um typically in very strange fashions and it's off the top of my head i have one story maybe okay. two so for instance uh ashland probably not this year because of covid but usually they're on halloween is a party in like the downtown like weird Durham circle thing. we always go over here and there's watch it. so much going on everyone's yeah. dressed up it's actually really fun looking yeah pretty crazy and wild though and one year my in-laws uh some of my husband's younger siblings were like oh let's go check it out let's just see what people are doing over there and when they're in the main square they're walking and they're turning around to go back to their car and they all get maced by bear spray (gasps) 
and they're all immediately blinded. They can't see anything and they're all freaking out. No one can see a single thing. And the person got away. They they weren't charged. No one could find them. And it was just them. That stuff is messed up. I've been pepper sprayed before. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. This is why I just watch anything Disney. (laughs) It's at least it's happy. Yeah. (laughs) Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Love it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, is that everything? That's everything. Lisa's so happy. This was one of like the most fun episodes to do I think oh my gosh um well we hope you all have a happy and safe Halloween absolutely don't come to Ashland don't go on any bike paths that's what we've learned and uh this comes out after Halloween you're right we hope you had a happy and safe safe Halloween you did not go on a bike path (laughs) (laughs) and uh don't 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 trust any just blondes who look normal because you never know if they could be killers oh my god do i i don't look normal though oh my god so i'm fine (laughs) yeah you're so unique (laughs) (laughs) um okay Well. well um if you haven't yet what should they do subscribe to our facebook page and rate and review join our join our facebook group subscribe rate and review on pod oh my gosh we have so much work to do do you want me to start doing subscribe rate and review on itunes means i mean i just tune out when you um i'm just kidding (laughs) um if you want to review us you can maybe in your review leave your creepiest spookiest of stories we would love to see them in your reviews and when people see them they would have no idea what our podcast is even about and you know what we all know everyone loves true crime whether you admit it or not nope not everyone 99% of us you're the 1% you're the 0.1% no they're very wrong and if you want to see and hear more of these episodes (laughs) listen to a different podcast (laughs) Um, you can follow us personally at Olivia Corinne and at it's oh it's Lisa Brosser please that's so confusing Um, you can join our secret Facebook group um, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders there we just get to hang out with you guys you know the whole thing all right. Well, it's always better. Salt and pepper Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the salt and pepper podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.